Let's praise the Lord all our days. Let's lift His name on high. O God, for you alone are worthy of all glory. Glorify 
carry the Lord with me. It is exalted.
Before we start reading and listening to what God has for us today, I forgot to do this last week. So if you're a mother, a mom, isang mudra, dakilang ina, masipag nananay, ina ng tahanan, will you join me as I pray for you? Let's bow our heads. Loving God, we thank you for every mother out there listening to this prayer. Truly a blessing to us and to many. Bless them, Father, as they untiringly take care of their families together with their husband. Fill their hearts with your love, assurance, and confidence. Validate their worth daily so that she has no reason to doubt that she is loved, that she is valued, and cherished in your eyes. Teach her to depend on you and to trust on you that you are good and that you are faithful. Give her the strength and courage to persevere, even in the most difficult situation. Let her joy be contagious. Let her passion be pure. And let her life overflow with all blessings she deserves every day of her life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So again, I'm Pastor Mike Dizon. And in behalf of One Big Christian Ministries, I thank you for joining us today. And pray that God's word would speak to your soul today and find encouragement in times of challenges. So before we start, I want you to take one deep breath and inhale God's love and inhale His presence. And then exhale and release all that negativity that you experience today. So one more time, inhale God's love. Inhale God's presence and exhale all those negativity. So here in Baguio, uh, our status has changed from ECQ to GCQ, if you haven't noticed that. There was a significant change that happened. There is that improvement in our quarantine status. And my prayer is that as the days and weeks and even months progress, may we find a good improvement. Nakakalungkot yung pagkatapos ng four months o kaya pagkatapos ng limang buwan, ECQ pa din. Pero pag ganito na may transition, there is hope. So yung sakatabi mo, may pag-asa. May magandang nangyayari. Kung tatanungin ko kayo ngayon ng isang personal na tanong, how is your relationship with God? Mas lumalim ba? Nanatiling pareho? Or there was nothing to start off after all? Sayang, kasi pagdating kay Lord, may forever. Sabi nga sa Psalm 136, His love endures forever. You see, this quarantine period, did you find God? Did you experience Him in a whole new level? Can you really say that you love God? Can you say that with all your heart today, I finally found someone? Today's message will be based on John chapter 9, verses 13 to 38. So I hope you have your Bibles with you ready today. And if you have your Bibles today, I want you to open your Bibles today to the book of John, chapter 9, verses 13 to 38, as I'll be reading out of the NIV. So I may request 
all those able to stand, to stand in respect to the reading of God's Word. John chapter 9, verses 13 to 38. The Pharisees investigate the hearing. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the eyes and the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him, Now he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes. The man replied, and I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, how can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. Then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes he opened. The man replied, He is a prophet. They still did not believe that he had been blind and he had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son? They asked. Is this the one they say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he is our son, the parents answered. And we know he was born blind, but how he can see now, or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who already had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That was why his parents said, He is of age. Ask him. A second time, they summoned, they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, Whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know. I was blind, but now I see. They asked, him what did he do to you how did he open your eyes he answered i have told you already and you did not listen why do you want to hear it again do you want to be do you want to become his disciples too they had hurled insults at him and said you are this fellow's disciple we are disciples of moses we know that God spoke to Moses. But as for this fellow, we don't know where he comes from. The man answered, Now that is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. To this they replied, You were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked, Tell me. Tell me so I so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe. Then he worshipped him. Blessed be the reading of God's word. You may be seated. You see, the Gospel of John does not name its author, but there is a good evidence that it was the disciple whom Jesus loved, or the Apostle John. The Gospel of John was to spark faith to his readers by portraying Jesus as both deity and human. The book presents the most powerful case in the entire Bible for the deity and incarnate Son of God, a man called Jesus, 
is also the Christ and the Son of the living God. John writes his gospel for a specific purpose to, of bringing people to spiritual life through belief in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Now chapter 9 begins with a man born blind who Jesus healed by spitting on the ground and making mud and placing it on this blind man's eye. Then he told the man to go and wash in the pool of Siloam. People got intrigued as to how his sight was restored. Some even doubted if he was the same guy. When asked again, how was his eyes open? The blind man replied, This man they call Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and then I can see. This is where we'll picking up this morning as we continue reading verse 13. So verse 13. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Hindi ko alam uh, sa inyo mga kapatid. But whenever I read about the Pharisees, I smell trouble. Parang may mangyayari hindi maganda. Sa ngayon, may mga kontabida kayo sa buhay o may mga tao na napaka-nega ang dating sa inyo. So prepare what's next as we hear of these persons called the Pharisees. So verse 14 to 16. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, how can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. My friends, would you agree with me that Jesus could have done this miracle in any day na gustuhin niya? Ano bakit? Because he was God or he is God. But Jesus did it on the Sabbath to challenge tradition. To challenge tradition of these so-called religious leaders called Pharisees. This was their basis para sabihin na si Jesus ay hindi pwedeng manggaling sa Diyos because he violated these traditions, considering even Jesus as a sinner, which caused people during this time to be divided in their opinions. Yung iba naniwala sa Pharisees, yung iba naniwala na pwedeng tong Jesus na ito galing sa Diyos. So as we continue on verse 17, then they turned again to the blind man. Sa bulag ulit sila pumunta para magtanong, what have you to say about him? It was your it was your eyes he opened. The man replied, He is a prophet. You see, going back to verse 11, all the man knew about Jesus was his name. The man born blind because of his healing now proclaims Jesus to become to be a prophet. You see the change from Jesus being just a name to Jesus now becoming a prophet. Now as we continue in verse 18 to 21, they still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for his for the man's parents. Is this your son? They asked. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he's our son. The parents answered. And we know he was born blind. But how he can see now or who opened his eyes, we do not know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. You see, sa ngayon, lumalaki na yung issue eh. The Pharisees found it so hard to believe to even to the point of asking the man's parents about it. And you see, bilang magulang, syempre, kilalang kilala niya yung mga anak niyo, di ba? Yung ultimo nga lokasyon ng bawat balat sa katawan ng anak mo, you know it. So if there was someone to vouch if this man who was born blind is the same man, it was his parents. 
Pero, before nila sagutin, the parents carefully wanted to avoid controversy. So what they did, they gave a safe answer. Sabi nila, bakit din siya tanungin? Matanda na siya eh. You see how safe the answer was? Now as we continue in verse 22 to 24, his parents said, his parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who had already decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That is why his parents said, he is of age, ask him. They said this because they because of the threat of excommunication. Sino ba hindi matatakot na bigla kang maitsupwera sa isang komunidad? You see, the Jews had already agreed that if anyone confessed that he was Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. If there's one thing we do not like, it's to be an outcast. We all want to belong to something or to somewhere. In verse 24 to 25 is where it gets rather interesting. So a second time, they summoned the man who has been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, whether he's a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Kulit din ng mga persistence nila. But this is my favorite line in our passage today. When he said, Kung makasalanan siya, referring to Jesus o hindi, hindi ko alam. Pero isa yung alam ko. Dati akong bulag at ngayon nakakakita na ako. This was a statement of grace. Of how someone so undeserving would receive healing not because of something he did but because of, because of who does the healing to him. He didn't know Jesus, but he knows how his life changed because of Jesus. As we continue in verse 26 to 27, they asked him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I have told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? You see, sa sobrang kakulitan ng mga Pharisees, the blind man said two things. First, he said that he is a disciple of Jesus. And second, parang tinukso niya yung mga Pharisees by asking, Siguro, gusto niyo rin maging disciple nyo, no? At dahil sa narinig mga Pharisees in verse 20 to 33, you see, tuloy ang debate. Then they hurled insults at him and said, You are this fellow's disciple. We are the disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. The man answered, Now that is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the, the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could not he could do nothing. The blind man, my brothers and sisters, did not graduate from any seminary, nor claims to be a prestigious theologian. But he makes a good argument. Sabi niya, God does not listen to sinners. Amen? Therefore, the claim that we know that this man is a sinner is false according to scripture. You see, biglang naging abogado yung dating ng bulag. And because of this, anong, ginawa, anong ginagawa natin pag natatalo tayo sa isang diskusyon? Di ba tama na sinasabi natin? Wala naman tong patutunguhan tong usapan natin. Let's just move forward. But in our passage of scripture, as we read further in verse 34, to this they replied, you were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out 
Tinapon nila siya sa labas. They excommunicated him. Which happened to be good because towards the end in verse 35 to 37, Jesus heard that they, throw, that they had thrown him out and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking to you. You see, it hurts to be rejected by others, but it is nothing compared to the joy of being accepted by Jesus. Jesus calls on the man to fully believe, and he does. And lastly, in verse 38, then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. And they lived happily ever after. You see, we see here in this passage, the blind man first is hearing about Jesus, then he is seeing Jesus, and then believing Jesus. You see that gradual change? It's like ECQ to GCQ to whatever is next. From seeing Jesus as a man they called Jesus, to addressing Him as Lord and worshiping Him. An amazing, an amazing passage of Scripture. But some of you listening today might be asking, how can I apply this today? How can I apply this now? You see, going back to our title sermon, I, found, I finally found someone. A song popularized by Brian Adams and Barbara Streisand. That if we see the lyrics, this someone is someone who knocks me off my feet. Someone who makes me feel complete. And someone to share my life with. Three points. But that's not our points for today. Today, allow me to help you realize who Jesus is to you. Is he someone who knocks you off your feet? Is he someone who makes you complete? Or is he someone to share your life with? So before I share to you three insights, allow me to call my wife today. Uh, allow me to call my wife Isel this morning. So this is my wife Isel. And we are celebrating today our 12th year marriage anniversary. Happy anniversary. So... Uh, batiin mo naman, Ben, yung million-million nating televiewers ngayong umaga. Hi po sa inyo lahat. Magandang umaga. So today, we'll be sharing to you alongside uh, God's Word our on how our, rela our relationship blossomed into what we have now. So are you ready, Ben? So una po, I, found, I, I finally found someone and this someone can be someone I know. Sabi mo sa katabi mo ngayon, someone I know. I, re I remember, 13 years ago, I said, was this a name I called every morning at the bank we used to work together in. For like six months, I didn't actually get to see her in person. She was just a girl I worked with. Si Mike, um, he is... The person, actually, I relay my reports to every morning um, at the start of the day. Um, sila yung back office where uh, of the bank that I work for. I know him as our taga-check at saka taga-sita ng mga maliit. One more is his sobrang lambing sa firm. <clears throat> Kaya lahat nakakagaan na ng loob. And that's how it all started. She was Someone I just knew. And I was someone she also just knew. You see, going back to our passage of scripture in verse uh, 17. You see, for the blind guy, Jesus, aside from being a name he heard, Jesus for him was just a prophet. And this is where it all starts. You see, life does not begin at 40 as what, they, as what you always hear. Life begins with knowing Jesus Christ. 
So today, who is Jesus to you? Just a name? Just a prophet? Shouldn't you desire to grow deeper in having a relationship with Him? Contento ka na ba that you found, finally found someone and that someone is Jesus and He is someone you just know? You see, a, a quote by Charles Spurgeon states, It is not enough to know about Christ. It is knowing Christ himself that alone saves the soul. You see, at the end of the day, it's not just about hearing the name of Jesus from your family or friends or church, but it's you desiring to know Jesus as Jesus. But it's it has some but it has to start rather somewhere. It has to start by knowing Jesus Christ. Parang isang line sa song na parang start na relationship natin. And we started all the coffee. We started out as friends. It's funny how from simple things the best things begin. Wow. Palakpak naman dyan, di ba? Pero di po kami nag-start sa coffee. It started with bump cars and baby back ribs. So at the end of the, at the, so at the, end of the day, the question I want you to reflect on is this. Kilala mo ba si Jesus? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, kilala mo ba si Jesus? So second po, I finally found someone and that someone is someone I experienced. So going back to our love story, mauna ka naman ngayon, Ben. Mahaba yung version to ng love story namin. Wow. Some of you may know it already. Uh, we are celebrating 12 years. 12, it's 12 years of marriage. We were boyfriend and girlfriend for almost a year. So, mm-hmm. We have been together for almost 13 years. Within those, within those years, rather, I love to recall yung mga memories of his efforts to make me feel so special. Uh, it made me surprises, uh, as simple as a note written on a tissue paper. Maniwala po kayo, nakatago pa rin po ngayon yan. And outrageous ones like, uh, bringing a dozen of light blue balloons from the public market to the bank's branch located po sa Upper Session Road during a storm just for my birthday. Days with Mike Dizon is never a dull one. There is so much more that I want to share, pero let's hear from Mike naman. Alright, yeah. So having a relationship with Ice, my best memories was basically, syempre, having a son, Matthew, di ba? Nakuha niya ngayon lambing at kakulitan sa akin. Yung talino naman niya at kanyang complexion. Syempre, sa aming dalawa, di ba? I remember spending Christmas together na kahit gaano kagulo kung saan namin uh, spend, it was fun. I remember together holding each other's arms or hands when our families went through tough times. I remember coming to have a relationship with Christ because of so going back to our passage of scripture in verse uh, 25, you see here, uh, the man who used to be blind didn't actually know who Jesus was. He didn't know him personally. But what he shared rather was his experience on how Jesus changed his life. He wasn't contented with his knowledge of Jesus because it was limited. But rather, he insisted with something he felt and that no one can say that that was wrong. So today, let me ask you, what was your last experience with God? Meron ba ngayong quarantine? Kung wala, that's something to think about. Someone said, I believe in God not because my parents told me not because the church told me, but because I've experienced His goodness 
and mercy myself. You see mga kapatid, iba, iba po yung pag may nagkukwento sa'yo na masarap kumain ng bulalo sa pets o yung strawberry shortcake ng biscos. Iba kapag ikaw mismo yung humihigop ng sabaw ng bulalo sa pets at kinakain mo, sinusubo mo yung cake ng biscos tapos sinasabi mo, mmm, masarap talaga. Iba po, pag may nagkukwento sa'yo ng kabaitan at katapatan ng Diyos. At iba po, kapag ikaw mismo ang nakaranas ng kabaitan at katapatan ng Diyos Nalala sa buhay mo. Ano, Psalm 34 verse mm-hmm. 8. Hindi lang sinabi na, see that the Lord is good. Amen. But the psalmist said, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. So at the end of the day, mga kapatid, The second question I want you to reflect on is, kikilalanin mo ba si Jesus? Sabi mo sa katabi mo ngayon, kikilalanin mo ba si Jesus? So lastly, last point, I finally found someone and that someone is someone I love. So going back to our love story, like what I said a while ago, After 13, 13 years of being together and 12 years of being married, it wasn't 100% good. It wasn't perfect. We had our fair, fair share of fights na halos everyday nga, di ba? <laughs> But there is something loved us that goes beyond what we initially make as our standard for that one person that we want to marry. But dapat pretty. Check. Dapat tall. Okay, next criteria na po. Dapat smart. Naman, di ba? Ako yung nga yung pinili niya. So smart siya, di ba? So after you married for about five years or more, di ba? Yung comfortable na kay sa isa't isa. Yung utot ka dito, utot din siya doon. You begin to care less about those little imperfections. To even talking about your exes. Nalala mo, we're talking about our exes. We're even to the point of even teasing each other. Na sabi ko, di ba? Oh, pero mahal mo siya, no? Mahal mo siya, no? Tapos, pag sinagot naman ni Ice, oh, minahal ko siya, masasaktan ka naman. <laughs> It's hard to explain. But if I have a word to explain everything, that's love. Nakala niyo lang po, perfect si Mike. Pero hindi po. But, he is God's perfect one. Pardon me. Dami po niyang flaws. And that's also with me. 13 years is still not enough to get to know everything about him. But as the years go by, kahit na siguro ano pang malaman ko, madiscovery ko tungkol sa kanya, mangibabaw pa rin yung love, mamahalin ko pa rin siya. Wow. So going back to our passage of scripture in verse 35 to, to 38, the blind man, from knowing Jesus as just a name, to knowing Jesus as a prophet, to now calling Him as Lord. Can you imagine? Can you see the transition, a name, to now calling Him as Lord? You see, it spells a lot of difference when you can call Jesus as your Lord. It means you do not know, you do not, you do not only know Him, but actually acknowledge who He really is. You see, my brothers and sisters in Christ, do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Before you answer, do you love Jesus to the point of worshiping Him? Richard Foster, and I quote, Worship is our response to the overtures of love. From the heart of the Father. Worship is our response to His love for us. A love that's so great to the extent of giving His Son to die for our sins. Sabi nga nila, the true shape of love is not a heart, but a cross. Amen. So at the end of the day, the third question I want you to reflect on kinikilala mo ba si Jesus? Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, 
O tanungin mo siya rather, kinikilala mo ba si Jesus? So to end everything, ulitin ko po. This is a question you have to personally answer. Who is Jesus to you? Is Jesus someone you know? Is Jesus someone you experience? Is Jesus someone you love? At the end of the day, the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 to 8 said, But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ, Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. God desires a personal relationship with each of us. It is in this relationship that we find strength, we find peace, and we find hope. The song, I Finally Found Someone, was like our team song as a couple. And before I pray for you, my wife Isel would like to sing a portion of this song. And I want you to imagine this song to be your song to Jesus. Father, with all our heart, soul, and mind and strength, we praise you. Lord, in this rainy morning, we remember your faithfulness and goodness in our lives and that your promises are true. Salamat sa iyong salita and we admit, Father, that we often forget about your word and that true comfort comes from you and your word. We forget that you love us so much. And today we ask for forgiveness, for disobeying, for doubting, for worrying at our situation today, O Lord Father. Father, today we need to get to know you and your word better. Panginoon, sa araw na ito, may we desire to experience your presence rather than be contented in just knowing about you. Father, may 
our words be backed up by our actions. That every time we say we love you, Jesus, may it be seen in our worship. Father, we pray today also for the world. Lord, heal our land. We pray for protection, provision, guidance, and wisdom for us, our families, our community, our church, our country as a whole, and the whole world. Father, may we focus on you, trust you, and regardless of what happens, you are Lord and will always be Lord in our life. We love you and worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So thank you for listening. And before we end today, kanang kamay sa ating mga puso and repeat after me. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. So one more time, let's mean it. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. So can I invite you all to raise your hands over the heavens as I pray for you. God of control, sovereign God, we thank you for your word. Truly the grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of God endures forever. We thank you for your encouragement and a reminder that you found us and that we have someone who loves us. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's children will say, Amen. God bless. Stay safe. See you soon.